Welcome to the Morning Scroll. I'm Rabbi Dina Cowens from Mishkan, Chicago, and you're listening to what will be a quick dive into this week's Parsha. If you've been meaning to brush up on your Jewish literacy or you're looking for some inspiration, you've come to the right place. This week we read Parshat Akev, which means if, as in, another chapter in Moshe's speech tentatively titled, If You Do What I Say. Here's a quick recap. So Moshe continues the do good things and get blessed, do bad things and get cursed speech, then tells the Israelites that if all goes well, they will enter the land, eat, be satisfied, and bless God for their good fortune. But, he continues, if they forget to bless the source of their blessings, it would mean destruction and death. He also reminds them that they're not gonna that they're going to get this blessing not because they deserve it, but because their ancestors did. Uplifting, right? Moshe recalls how actually, if it were just on their merit, nothing good would ever happen to them. He retells the story of the golden calf and other sins that they committed, and then tells them that if it weren't for him, they would all be dead. Instead, Moshe carved new stone tablets after the calf with the commandments and set aside the Levites as priest. After this uplifting speech, Moshe again tells the Israelites to love and fear God, and we know which one's going to come easier, and tells them that their new home is entirely dependent on God to bring rain so they're, to water their crops, so seriously, don't mess around or you will die. And I don't mean to harp on this point, but like, really, dude? 40 years of leadership and this guy can't give a motivational speech? Okay, I'm done. I'm done with the whole Moshe is not impressing me as a leader thing, at least for now. Moving along. If you grew up going to Jewish summer camp or youth group, there's a line in this week's Parsha that you might recognize just by tune. It comes in the Birkat HaMazon, the blessing we say after meals in which we literally fulfill the command of the line, you shall eat and be satisfied and bless. But for all of its sing-songy silliness, the commentators teach an important justice lesson about this line. Rabbeinu Bachya in particular notes that this line was meant to remind the Israelites of when they were enslaved in Egypt and did not have enough food to satisfy them, and also, also notes that this line would not, in theory, be said by someone who did not have enough to eat to satisfaction. In other words, the commandment to bless God after meals is meant to remind us that having food is a privilege, and one that we should never take for granted. According to the U.S. Department of Agriculture, the average American wastes 30 to 40% of the food they purchase every year. That's like buying enough food for four meals a day and then just tossing one in the garbage. It's totally mind-blowing to me, especially when we consider that one in 10 Americans is food insecure. Most of us are throwing away food and others don't have enough. This line, especially in a modern context, is a reminder of the Jewish food ethics, which teach us not only to be aware of what we eat, but also to act on the injustices that that awareness reminds us of. So we should try to fulfill the command to be satisfied satisfied by our food and offer gratitude for it. And we should allow that blessing to remind us that not everyone has the privilege of enough to eat. And then we should not let the blessing sit, sit empty but rather take it as a regular nudge to waste less food to take care that others in our community can also say this blessing. See you next week.